If you are currently struggling with any kind of symptoms relating to anxiety, or perhaps even retroactive jealousy, and you've done some Googling around, there's a good chance that you've encountered something called the exposure technique. The exposure technique is frequently recommended by cognitive behavioral therapists as one of the best tools you can use to combat anxiety. But is the exposure technique appropriate or applicable when it comes to retroactive jealousy? In today's video, I'm going to try to answer that question. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. So to start off this video, to be very, very clear, given everything we know about anxiety, given all the research, given all the literature, it's clear that in general, the principle of exposing yourself, voluntarily exposing yourself to what ails you or what you're afraid of, is a good idea. In general, the exposure technique and exposure-related activities are very helpful. I talk about this on the channel all the time. What we resist persists. If we're afraid of something or we even just feel this underlying sense of fear, one of the best ways to get a handle on that is to first identify exactly what it is we're fearful of, and then as much as we can, try to make peace with it, try to expose ourselves to it voluntarily, and try to kind of make friends with our fear. Because ironically, doing this helps us to transcend fear. So in general, I am 100% on board with the exposure technique, especially for things like anxiety. However, where this becomes more complicated is when retroactive jealousy sufferers attempt something of their own exposure technique, which is actually counterproductive. For the first time viewers on my channel, the term retroactive jealousy refers to unwanted intrusive thoughts, often obsessive curiosity, and what I call mental movies relating to a partner's past relationships and or sexual history. And for many people struggling with this strange disorder we call retroactive jealousy, their version of the exposure technique is to ask their partner 18 million questions about their partner's past, getting every single nitty gritty little detail in, attempting to ask their partner a million questions relating to reassuring them, and am I really the best, and tell me everything about the sexual encounter you had 20 years ago, or perhaps stalking their partner's past on social media, stalking their partner's ex on social media, for many retroactive jealousy sufferers, this is their exposure technique. And I'm here to tell you that this particular exposure technique is not effective in the long run. In fact, this particular exposure technique is almost guaranteed to prolong your suffering indefinitely. This kind of exposure is going to do nothing but lead to more questions, more anxiety, more attempts at reassurance, more stalking, more snooping, more of the exact kind of behaviors that we're trying to transcend and let go of if we're struggling with retroactive jealousy. So in my strong opinion, which is informed by 10 years of working on the issue of retroactive jealousy, for any retroactive jealousy sufferers watching this, do not attempt this version of the exposure technique. Over the long term, it is completely ineffective. I speak from experience and I speak based on 10 years of working with hundreds of clients one-on-one -on -one from around the world. So what is the retroactive jealousy version, or at least my recommended version of the exposure technique? Number one, Remember our mammalian nature. Remember that human beings are animals. We're not saints, we're not gods or goddesses. We're not above the animal kingdom. We might be at the top of the food chain, but we're certainly not outside of the food chain. We are animals, animals have sex, and I think in particular for male retroactive jealousy sufferers, it's good to expose yourself to this idea. You can watch nature shows, you can watch David Attenborough. It may sound silly, but in my experience and the experience of many of my clients, 
detaching ourselves from humans and looking at humans a little bit, trying to gain kind of an outside perspective on humans, watching shows and learning more about the animal kingdom and the function of sex through evolutionary history and all this stuff can be very helpful. Incorporating some more grounded, realistic ideas about human sexuality. Remembering that human beings are mammals and mammals have sex is a very good way to start letting go of some of the emotional baggage that you may be carrying around, for example, your girlfriend or your wife's sexual history. Another tip in particular for male retroactive jealousy sufferers that could be a kind of exposure technique is start increasing your empathy when it comes to the female experience in the world, when it comes to how women think and feel around sex, relationships, dating, and sexuality. Read books written by women. Listen to a women's podcast. Have conversations with friends who you trust. Try to get a better understanding of what dating, sex, and relationships are like from the female point of view. And by the way, for the women watching this, if you're struggling with the same thing, having questions around your boyfriend or your husband's sexuality or his sexual history, it's a good idea to do the same thing only with regards to men. Start asking your male friends questions about their experience of, of women and dating. Try to get a handle on the other side of the story. Try to get a handle on what it's like for the opposite sex to go through dating, to go through relationships and all of these things. And needless to say, for the same-sex couples, increasing empathy is helpful, you know, regardless of your sexual orientation, regardless of your gender or anything like that. The point is, don't assume everyone in the world and don't assume your partner thinks and acts and perceives the world the exact same way you do, because the odds of that are pretty much zero. We're all different, we all see and process the world differently. And in particular for men, and in particular for retroactive jealousy sufferers, I think it's very helpful to start exposing yourself to some other ideas about sex, dating, and sexuality. Remembering that dating, sex, sexuality, figuring out all these things is equally different for women. It's tough out there for all of us. And I think increasing your empathy can be really good when it comes to overcoming retroactive jealousy. Point number three is to learn more about the history of sex, dating, relationships, marriage, and, and really go deep into the history of all these social constructs. We live in a very, very confusing time. In many ways, we're living in what I call the hangover of the sexual revolution. So in the 1960s and 1970s, there's this massive cultural and social awakening in the Western world, which is also influences other parts of the world where men start you know, realizing more of their feminine traits and women start entering the workplace more and the pill is invented, the birth control pill, so everyone's having more sex, more casual sex. And we are still enduring the consequences of that movement. We are still in, enduring the ripple effects of the 1960s and 1970s sexual revolution. And it is a very confusing time for all of us going through this period. I think we're in the very, very early stages of many men and women, in particular young men and women, figuring out that casual sex, casual dating, hookup culture, Tinder, all these things aren't necessarily making us happier. They aren't necessarily leading to better relationships. And maybe we should start being a little more mindful and conscious of where we put our sexual energy, what kind of dating we should be engaging in. I think we're in the very early stages of transcending this hangover from the sexual revolution. And all this is to say, it's a very confusing time out there for everyone. And I think, again, coming back to empathy, increasing your empathy and understanding in this regard is a very good way to start transcending retroactive jealousy. Finally, with regards to retroactive jealousy and my version of the exposure technique, remember that idealism and perfectionism is antithetical to long-term peace of mind and happiness. A lot of retroactive jealousy sufferers have some, in my view, antiquated and very idealized notions about women and men sometimes, sex, dating, and relationships, 
A lot of retroactive jealousy sufferers out there have very unrealistic ideas about unattainable standards, perfectionism, and all these kind of things. And I think it's very important to expose yourself to ideas such as, we're all going to die one day and none of this is going to matter. All of our problems in this current moment are not going to matter at all when we're dead and buried in the ground, whenever that day comes. Furthermore, on that note, every relationship ends. Everyone dies, everyone gets sick and gets old. But of course that isn't true either because many people don't make it to old age. They get, you know, they're young and they're involved in accidents or terrible things happen to them. All this is to say is that life is inherently uncertain. Relationships are certainly inherently uncertain. There is no such thing as a sure thing. There is no such thing as perfection. There is no such thing as a perfect partner with a perfect past. All these notions hold you back from real peace of mind, real happiness. So I think it's very important to start exposing yourself to more realistic, grounded views on life, on love, and human beings and relationships. In conclusion, I would encourage you to just start looking for different perspectives on many of the questions that you may be having, on many of the struggles you're currently experiencing. And anytime you feel any kind of fear associated with maybe anxiety, fear about the future, fear about the past, fear relating to your partner's past, fear relating to your relationship, always check in with yourself in these moments. Breathe deeply and try to identify exactly what you're afraid of. And then you can start going through exercises like considering the worst case scenario, some versions of the exposure technique. This is a very big idea, but I go into much more breadth and detail in one of my online courses called the Overcoming Jealousy Blueprint. There are all kinds of exercises in there that are really gonna help you get a handle on the exposure technique when it comes to transcending retroactive jealousy. If you want more information about my online course, the Overcoming Jealousy Blueprint, be sure to click a link in the description of this video. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.